Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. And it's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Yes, that's right. Privileged. I am privileged to be here. <laughs> Let's go to the Lord of Prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for all the blessings you have bestowed upon us, Father. And we apologize, Father, for being ungrateful. For not recognizing all the blessings that you have given us as a people, individuals, and as a nation. Father, we thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your patience. We ask for your protection over this nation even though we know we don't deserve it. And we ask for your protection over each and every one of us that are fighting hard to bring America home. I ask that you will bless today's show, bless Daniel Turner as he is with me and as he strives to do what he can for rural America and for the energy section of this nation. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I believe you have brought me here to serve you and to serve others. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I got a little wound up last night and... and uh, you're going to hear it. <laughs> Daniel's going to get to hear it. And then we'll move on to something that's more important. But arrogance and disconnect and hypocrisy. That's what we hear from these politicians. Those on the left, but all politicians really in general. They're completely clueless when it comes to life in rural America. Perhaps they believe we live in mud or sod huts or in caves. I know it infuriates me each time I hear a politician talk about rural America needs broadband. Well, farmers and ranchers and producers need fair and competitive markets. D.C. can enforce the Packer and Stockyards Act of 1921, which they never, ever did. And maybe making a living would be a bit easier to do, meaning we'll receive a fair price for our work. We're not going to get into that today, but rural America doesn't have a voice, and they at times, even when we do speak, they just don't get it. Bloomberg says you just dig a hole and put a, put a seed in it. Anybody could do that. Oh, really? Well, 25 hours in the field. Let's put him out there planting or putting up hay for a day or harvesting late into the night in the combine, and Bloomberg would quit. Well, the reason my ire is raised today is good old, confused, incapable, in-over-her-head, cackling Kabbalah Kamala is so arrogant of life outside her privilege. (laughs) She thinks poor people, rural America people, can't make a copy of their IDs. Therefore, we shouldn't ask them to. Pshaw, woman. (laughs) She does identify as her and she. She mentioned rural America doesn't have Kinko's. Well, I don't think anybody does anymore because Kinko's is out of business. 
or an Office Max. Well, we have Office Depot, but we don't have these things around the corner. That's what she thinks. That's what she sees. Well, mean that we may not go to town every day, but many have computers and printers, you know, copiers, right there in their offices at home. They have cell phones. They have Walmarts. We have churches. Most churches have a copy machine. The fact that she says such stupid stuff is proof she couldn't run a one-person committee, much less a nation. Does she even drive? Does she have a driver's license? You know, most people in rural America have more than one driver's license, more than one type. Well, moving on. The FBI and the DNC now want Americans to tell on one another. Are you a radical? Do you display the American flag outside those special federal anointed holidays? If so, you might be a radical. Do you have the personal, do you make the personal decision, you know, your body, your choice, to wait to get the COVID vaccine? Well, you might be a radical. Did you dare to question why the election of November 2020 was weird and might be riddled with fraud and, and maybe some cheating? Why were they covering those windows? Where did those suitcases come from, and, and why did they wait until the Republican watchers were gone to fetch them out? If those questions entered your mind or off your lips, man, you are a radical. Do you sing the national anthem? Do you go to church? Do you pray? Do you recite quotes from founding fathers? You must be a radical. Do you own a gun? Whoa, man. Your liberal sister is going to snitch on you. That's what's going to happen. The same mentality of rural America being removed from the brilliant minds, you know, such as AOC and Kamala, are the ones telling us the world is going to end. When was the last time they saw a plot of dirt, watched a stock of corn grow, or a field of milo, or the cattle on a hill? When did they witness... An oil rig pumping and the cow standing right by it. I thought that was the best picture ever. I mentioned yesterday, America must start pushing back. Push back against the arrogance and their disconnect and their hypocrisy. They have zero common sense and they cannot lead a people. Certainly not a free people. All right. I've got it all off my chest. We're going to bring Daniel on. Bless his heart. <laughs> Daniel, how are you doing today? <laughs> Bethann, I'm in rural America. What is this newfangled device I'm talking to you when I hear your voice on? I don't know what you got there, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Most people take pictures with their cell phones. Now, there are a few people walking around, and I don't think only in rural America, with flip phones. (laughs) There are still a few of those. Yeah, but this is ridiculous. And of course, she stammered and stuttered, and she hasn't got a clue. No clue. And and I think the very very first time I was on your show, oh, so many years ago at this point, that was the gist of our conversation. Was uh, yes, I talk about energy, and we talk about a lot of specific issues, but the larger thirty thousand foot problem facing America is that. The power centers are in urban America, and they not only don't know rural America, they have genuine disdain for rural America. They don't appreciate what we – they don't think we do anything. They don't realize where their food comes from, Whole Foods. Just ask them. (laughs) They They, don't know what we do. 
they probably think we walk around barefoot. I do most of the time, but if they'd see the shoes in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have a great dislike for rural America, and, and they do think that they need to control it and baby it um, because it interferes with, with their larger, sophisticated agenda. You know, most of us even actually have teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, she, the more she talks, the more we realize she isn't capable of doing anything. I mean, she can't even lie good. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. Because that's what that basically was. She was just lying to cover up all this stuff about the IDs, and, and then she didn't want to sound like they were just claiming for the colored you know, our, our our black brothers and sisters. So they wanted to blame it on rural America. Well, rural America, you know, they, they wanted to act like they cared about us, too. And it's like, you're just digging a hole deeper, girl. You're just digging a yeah. hole deeper. And and it, it all comes down to, to this. The voting issue is because the left wants to be able to cheat more readily. I mean, we, we saw the whole... Texas Democrat state legislature jump on private jets and they all flew to D.C. last night because they did not want to allow a vote that would strengthen <laughs> Texas's election laws. Why? Because they want to cheat. Why doesn't Kamala Harris want ID? She wants to cheat. Well, you know, they did what they do best. They walked out on America. That's what they do best because they turn their back on us all the time. I hear the music. I do want to talk about energy. I want to talk about what's going on in Cuba. You know, they're blaming uh, President Donald Trump and his uh, sanctions there. And uh, I wanted you to kind of uh, tell us what's going on there if you have uh, have some insight on that. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're vis- visiting with our good friend Daniel Turner. He and I think we host together. And we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power of the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. 
Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings Liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. Visit his website, powerthefuture.com. They've got good articles up there. They keep us informed as to what's going on. The most recent one was from yesterday that I saw is Unreliable Renewable Energy Forces California to Scramble for Electricity. <laughs> yeah. How can, how can that happen? <laughs> they got all that uh, green stuff going. How can that happen? It's devastating, right? These mandates that, that, that governors and state legislatures place on the people, um, that are just based in pure politics, right? They're, they're based in, in, uh, uh progressive ideals and green groups and, and funding from folks like Tom Steyer and Michael Bloomberg, who are huge campaign contributors. Um, but what happens is you pass these laws and then the adults who have to run the electric grid scramble to make up the difference, and they can't because it's just a matter of numbers. It's a matter of uh, uh, it, it's a matter of, of, of engineering. If you told your household we're going to get rid of all of these crucial foodstuffs, but we have to have a healthy diet based on popcorn and chips, eventually you'd be starving, right? And that's kind of what we're doing. Um, they're not reliable sources. They're not cost-efficient sources. And you do get some wind cover or some snow cover or, or dust. One of the biggest knocks on solar panels, as funny as this sounds, is, is legitimately dust. Because yes. when they are covered, they are, they lose efficiency incredibly, up to 90% efficiency lost from a covering of dust. Well, if you have 5,000 acres of solar farms covered in dust, what do you do? You have to hose them down every morning. Doesn't this sound like a formula ready to to fail? Maybe. <laughs> Where's that water going to come from? If you're in California, they're short on water. 
And you could say maybe you could run a small farm or maybe you could even run your house. And, you know, yes, where it could make sense to put solar panels on your roof and supplement your home as long as I'm not subsidizing it, I think that's totally fine. But you are talking about the economy, right? You're talking about major American cities hoping and praying that we don't have too much dust, too much snow, not enough wind, the cloud cover. This, this is silliness. These are just silly games we're playing, and yet we continue to play them. You know, we've got to start pushing back at every corner. That was uh, something Levin had said here recently, and he's talking about the Marxism and all the craziness. But he did admit that climate change is a part of their program. That's what they're going to do to control. And, um, you know, we've been preaching that for years here, and, the, and uh, my mentor before me that – this stuff is all about controlling the land, controlling the food, controlling the energy. It, you know, if if the government takes all the land like they want to, do you think they're going to harvest oil and sell it themselves? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, climate change will be cured. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of well, like COVID killer, cured the flu, got rid of the flu, you know. It's, it's, uh, and and as, as proof of what you're saying, because uh, you are truly insightful on this, we have an administration that was trying to pressure OPEC to produce <laughs> more oil to lower prices. And you say, well, why do we want the Saudis to produce more oil? If you want to lower prices, and, and surprisingly, they get the economics correct, if we produce more oil and there's more supply, the, the price will come down. They're absolutely right. But why can't we produce more here in America? We, we could. We, we did. We what did just we, a couple months ago. What if, what if they're looking futuristically and they're going to let them use up all their oil and then we'll come to the rescue yeah. of the world because we have all the oil that's left because <laughs> we can serve. Maybe, maybe they're, just, they're that clever and they're playing the very long game. I think Saudi Arabia has about 150 years worth of oil. So they're playing the very, very long game. But, but even that number no one knows. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. what's fascinating about – I think that's what's fascinating about this industry, but I also think it's what's fascinating about just the, the planet Earth and God's creation. Jimmy Carter told us in 1976 – that, that science told us the world would be out of oil by the year 2000. We have, we continue to find oil that, that people say it's not a renewable resource. Well, you know what? Maybe it is a renewable resource because it seems like every time we turn around, we're discovering more of it. We're discovering more coal. We're discovering more natural gas. So this idea that we call, and I've been blasted for calling it fossil fuels, because it perpetuates this idea that it literally is dinosaur bones. <laughs> I was going to say, how many dinosaurs had to die? <laughs> exactly. Maybe it seems that, that these oil and gas and coal, uh, and not so much coal, because that requires pressure, but oil and gas seem to regenerate a lot more quick, quickly than, than the science ever told us. I think that's fascinating. It, it is. It is extremely fascinating. And, and you know, this nation... Uh, Daniel, as you know, we we are just so blessed with natural resources, and here our our government wants to shut it all down and literally starve the people like they're doing in Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> they literally want to do that. Um, and in Cuba, I was reading here that well, first of all, you know, 
Biden made the stupid remark that uh, it's all about uh, COVID, that they're all upset about COVID. And their own president is saying it's because of Trump and his sanctions. Yeah. And, you know, it's it just goes on. They have really good, you know, blame games going on. But uh, it's just amazing to me. And, you know, Rudy was showing me something, and I wanted to ask you about that. And it was actually a graveyard in France. Of all these electric cars, they're so darn cheap that they're just pitching them and then go get another one. Wow. Have you seen now, that? I have not. And, okay. and I know the European countries do subsidize electric vehicles much more heavily than we do in America. So I, I'm not positive I'd have to look into this. Okay. But if that is the case, it would not be surprising if they are so inexpensive because the government wants you to drive electric vehicles. And so... Uh, that wouldn't surprise me, but I have to I have to look into that a little more. Yeah, I I thought I saw a similar meme about that a few years ago, like in Saudi Arabia, uh, where they just they just pitch the cars and go get another one because they're so cheap. Yeah, and and that's one of the biggest problems of the life, the shelf life of these batteries, and then what do you do afterwards? And right now we don't have a way to recycle lithium batteries. We don't have a way to recycle really any batteries. Um, but these are enormous uh, eight, oh, 900 yeah. pound batteries that only right. last around eight or nine years and then need to be replaced. And what do we do with them? And, and, and that's not a knock on electric vehicles. That's just a legitimate question if we're all going to drive electric vehicles. And every year in America, we buy about 17 million cars. And we only buy about 300,000 electric vehicles. If those numbers are going to be inverted, what are we going to do with millions and millions of electric batteries that have to be disposed of? Just we need a plan for that. Yeah, and that's why Biden thought rural America needed more charging stations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go and charge you know up that ele- electric tractor. <laughs> and, and rural America will become the dumping ground of their electric vehicles. It um, will. Rural it America will. is already the dumping ground for um, uh, 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 wind turbines that have exhausted their use. I believe it's South Dakota or maybe Wyoming, but has one of the largest wind turbine graveyards. Because again, these don't have any use of to be recycled right now. They are 900 foot long blades that have to be disposed of. So they build a, they dig a big hole and they just throw wind turbine blades in because they only last around eight years and they Why need to they- be replaced. Couldn't they be melted back down? I don't. I'm, I'm sure there is, but at this point, maybe it's just not. It's not efficient. It's not. It's for what purpose, right? I mean, it's kind of like when you look at the recycling industry. Um, it's more expensive, and it, redu- it produces more energy to recycle than it does not to. Um, so it could be the exact same way to say yes, we okay. could do something with these blades. But it would be so expensive and so labor-intensive and so cost-intensive, it's just easier to throw them in the garbage. Kind of what we do with everything, with everything in society, right? Yeah, my phone's not, not working. I'll throw it away and get a new one. I swear, Beth Ann, my mom still has a rotary phone on her bedroom stand that was installed, honestly, in the 40s. <laughs> And, and it still works. It still works. And it's rotary. But the grandkids <laughs> love to play with it. And they, they couldn't figure it out. It's one of my favorite things is watching them try to use a rotary phone. Well, I've still got every cell phone I think I had. i got to find a way to recycle those or sell them or something. <laughs> yeah. 
that's just a, a different society that we are. We are a disposable society, none more so than our beloved youth who, after a year, they need a new phone, a new tablet, new new sneakers, new, right? You always need the, the newest, coolest, most up-to-date, and you just throw away the old ones, and they tell us to recycle. Yeah. Well, I think I hear the music. I can just barely hear it, but I think I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You know, we do need to recycle, and it's ama- and it's really, it, like you said, it's become more costly to recycle. So, what do we, how many, how many throwaway ditches are we going to have to have in this country before we realize we need to start being better at everything? At everything. Yeah. Well, you're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be back with Daniel Turner and Power the Future as we work together to bring America home. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Daniel Turner, Power the Future. Daniel, we know that uh, there's a lot of uh, pushback going on right now. We talked briefly on Monday, I'm sorry, Friday, uh, about the North Dakota uh, suing the Biden administration over the suspension of oil and gas and the lease sales. And um, there's there's a lot of pushback going. What do you see happening? Do you think we're going to win any of those? You know, I, I, I hate to say it depends upon who, who the judge is, yeah, but that's, that's sadly the way our justice the department works now. Um, and if you get the right judge, the case could move forward. If you get the wrong judge, the case could, could be over. But I at, least, mm-hmm. yeah, I at least applaud the states for pushing back because this is a targeted uh, effort by the administration to, to punish industries with which it does not agree. That's uh, nothing more than that. Uh, to, to, to say we don't need the fossil fuel industry um, is is just a, I mean it's it's beyond a lie. It's it's beyond foolishness. It's it's I, I don't even know if there's a word for it. I'm sure there is. I need a good English uh, teacher to help me. Um, but but if any other president did this after an industry, what if you know the the, the next Republican president said that we're we're tired of. The, the awful propaganda coming out of Hollywood, the anti-American agenda, their communism, uh, their their vulgarity and profanity, and we're just not going to allow you to make movies anymore. I'm okay no. with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Just joking. <laughs> but you're right, you know, and um, they're wanting to cancel everything. They basically, they want to cancel America. And, yeah. and, uh, I never thought that I'd live to see what's going on today in this world, in this nation. But people are fighting back. Uh, one of the late talk show hosts on uh, in the evening, he he likes to play the the crowd singing the national anthem. They just take it over and they just start singing, and uh, they're pushing back. That's them making a statement. You're not going to take this away from us. Yeah. And uh, we need to push back on this climate change. People have got to recognize that this isn't true. And I heard somebody on Sunday night, and I think it was on Steve Hilton, and there's two young men, and they, and I consider them very smart and wise, but they kept talking about environmental cha- challenges. And I guess we have some challenges, 
But I think it was their way of saying climate change. <laughs> they didn't. They still wanted to go that direction because that's where they've been led to go. Yeah. And um, not that we can't do some improving. We can. We can always improve. We learn more and more every day. Science continues to learn. Um, but it bothers me that that that's what they focus on. And uh, I guess everybody has to focus on something different. I mean, you have to focus on this because that's that's where your calling is. Absolutely. Um, but... They want to do more legislatively, and, and and it just, I don't know. Maybe you can speak for me. It just bothers yeah. me a little bit. I, I, you, no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. There just doesn't seem to be any benefit in adopting the left language to address issues that they introduce. It's the same as systemic racism, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same as all these other agendas that, they introduce, they declare suddenly a problem, um, and, and then their solutions are always big government, always a reduction of freedom and individual liberties. Uh, and then the, the right is somehow roped into having this conversation and never just stops and says, whoa, 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 this is all just a bunch of hooey. In my old neighborhood in D.C. where I used to live, if any of your listeners know Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., I lived there for almost 20 years. Mm. Um, at the height of the Black Lives Matter riots last year, there is a statue of Abraham Lincoln in Lincoln Park. It is on uh, between 11th and 13th Street on East Capitol. Beautiful view of the Capitol right down the street. Big statue of, of Abraham Lincoln that it was deemed controversial. And for days, there were protests. There was a police presence. There was the effort by Antifa to pull down this statue. They ultimately failed. I've asked my friends who still live there, nothing. People just forgot about it. And you want to say, well, is the statue no longer as offensive as it was last year? Or (laughs) was the whole thing just made up to begin with? And yet Republicans fell for it. And they said, you know what, maybe we should have a commission to study what statues are offending. And rather than just say, no, this is all just a bunch of lies. I'm not going to play this silly game with you. It's a bunch of lies. And that's how we have to have the climate conversation. Well, well, maybe we do need to investigate whether or not climate changes. No, no, no. This is all a bunch of lies. And I'm not even going to engage with you uh, on, on your ground with your vocabulary about what is ultimately just a socialist propaganda effort. I'm not going to. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying that because it did bother me when this young man was saying that. And he wasn't using the word uh, uh, climate change. And I'm not saying we don't need to do things better. But that they want to look into this and do something legislatively. That's just more control. And, you know, there are good farmers. There are bad farmers. And there's good and bad in every industry in this nation and across this wide globe that could do better, you know. And But it's we've just got to start pushing back and saying, just like you said, no, this no. is a lie. This is something you have concocted. You've paid for it. They did. They paid scientists very well. To come up with the numbers they came up with, but if you go look at numbers somewhere else, it's not the same thing. No, and 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 we can't engage with them on these issues when it really is just a matter of 
control because all of their solutions limit freedom, grow the size of government, and if there was any example, it's kind of like socialism, right? Show me a place where it's worked, and the answer is, well, that wasn't really socialism, right? I mean, but it will work. We just haven't implemented it correctly. Show me where the green movement has been successful, because all I look at are places that have rationed electricity, skyrocket prices, um, but Republicans, and this is where we are truly a, a nonpartisan organization, and I am proud to admit that Republicans are just as dumb as Democrats. I agree. Uh, but but it was a Republican governor of Texas, and we talked about this during those tragic and deadly storms in yeah. January. It was a Republican governor of Texas who was ultimately convinced that 25% of their electric grid should come from renewables because it was good. And at no point did he or his advisors say, why is this good, right? They just, they were told, they, and they were, they were old. In their heart of hearts, a Republican governor of Texas was convinced that fossil fuels were bad. And he mandated that 25% come from renewables, and this would be good. And as I said when, when I was on your show and those storms happened, 40-some-odd people died, Bethann. I can't name one of their names. And isn't that sad? Yeah. 40 people died because of government neglect and government stupidity and progressive politics. And I can't name one of their names because it's always the nameless and the powerless and the voiceless who die at the hands of socialists. And it's the poor and the elderly because they can't, they can't get out. They can't do something different. They can't, they can't fix it. And there was no fixing it. And I think that that isn't the only reason. And, you know, a lot of us like Governor Abbott. We think he's a good guy. But he failed then, and he's there's a lot of people, ranchers and stuff, that aren't happy with him about the border crisis because they mm. said he knew it was coming and he should have prepared for it because yeah. they knew Biden was going to do this. And I think he won't say that. Colonel West, Colonel Allen West, is running for governor in Texas. And uh, threw his hat in the ring here just last week. He says, I'm not running against anybody. I'm running for Texas. And I love that, that he said that. He wasn't about to say anything bad about anybody. He was just going to say what he was going to do. And I really appreciate the man. I think he's very, very wise. And uh, so that's going to be an interesting race to watch. And just saw today where Larry Elder has thrown his hat in the ring. Yay! For in California. California. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. It's, and I'm thinking, I'm so proud of him. Well, we're going into a break. Uh, I want to ask you if you've heard anything about Freedom Fest. We're headed that direction. And I was kind of hoping you would be there. But anyway, somebody is sending us there. And I want to talk to you about that. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. And we're going to power up the future and be right back. As a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend Cover Wallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. 
worldwide. Cover Wallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call Cover Wallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code BethAnn to get 30% off plus free shipping. And we 
we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. We're doing our very best to power the future of this nation back to uh, some common sense. And uh, uh, Daniel does a terrific job, him and his team. And I encourage you to visit his website, powerthefuture.com. That's powerthefuture.com. Lots of good articles keeping us informed there. And he writes op-eds, which I miss those a lot of times because I just don't know you shot them up there. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, Daniel, there's just so much going on in this nation. And it, it can get discouraging, but we can't allow that to happen. But they just had, um, you know, the big CPAC. And Freedom Fest is coming up next week. And somebody actually gifted that to us. So they decided we needed to be there. And so they're paying for Rudy and I and my husband to come to Freedom Fest, and we're going to try to broadcast from there. It's something new. We haven't done that before. And uh, I didn't know if you would happen to be going to Freedom Fest. I would just be tickled to death if you were. Um, I know that there's going to be a lot of different speakers there, and Larry Elder happens to be one of them that's going to be speaking there. But, uh, you know, America coming together like this, it's important. Um, These conferences mean a lot to encourage those who are already, you know, in the trenches like you. and um, But I didn't know if you had heard of Freedom Fest or if you were headed that direction this year or not. Oh, I definitely know all about it. Um, I, I am not going, unfortunately, but I think it's great you are there, and I think it's great that that you're part of this growing movement because that's the only way to uh, restore a lot of sanity. Uh, I look at here in Virginia where I am, just on the smallest localist level, the the issue that has the most people energized and active is mm-hmm. uh, regarding the, uh, the 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 teachers and the teachers unions and the curriculum, wow. uh, the critical race theory that's being involved. And there are movements to recall the school board and to that's what it takes. And and I can understand that. Because it's a child, right? And this is, this is a, 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 there is nothing more, more personal and deeply intimate than someone who is harming your child. Um, but there are people harming our country and people need to have that same level of attentiveness, whether it's about energy, whether it's about education, whether it's about foreign policy, um, right? There are people right now who are saying that not only should we be going to Cuba, but we should also, being the military, be going to Haiti after the assassination of their president. They want to put other kids in harm's way. Maybe not your kids if they're not in the military, but someone's kid is in the military. And there are politicians saying, yeah, I think their their kid should go. Why? I'm sorry there was an assassination in Haiti. An American kid's going to go risk his life to put down a coup in Haiti? Why would we do that or why would we go to Cuba because it's worked so well in the past that we could ask John F. Kennedy about invading <laughs> Cuba right? so we really want to do that again and then the poor people of the Sudan should scratch their head and say boy no one came to our aid or Rwanda oh, no yeah, one came Rwanda, to our aid yeah. or, or Burma How no one came to our aid so, so why do we care about certain countries and not so exactly I understand the people involved in the school board recalls but you've got to be involved at every level of politics because there are people in your state capital and in Washington DC who are very comfortable not just spending your money but but conscribing your kids or other kids to service 
for their own agenda. You know, and this has been going on a long time. And the reason we're at this point where these parents now have to stand up against the school boards and recall them or recalling other elected officials um, is because we haven't been paying attention. And now all of a sudden, but it wasn't all of a sudden, it's hitting us in the face. As Levin said, it's here. Yeah. We need to recognize it. And it isn't just the Democrat Party. They're the biggest pushers right now. But it isn't just them. Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney, uh, the gal that's running the RNC, uh, they're all pushing this globalist stuff. Uh, yeah. George Bush, you know, President Bush, he's pushing it, you know, and they have been. I mean, why did we go to Iraq? Iraq wasn't the one that took down those towers, but we went to Iraq. Yeah. And we lost yeah. a lot of people there. And and as you said, it, it is hitting us in the face, and, and sadly it had to come to that level. But if people are feeling the high gas prices and they are looking mm-hmm. at their kids' school curriculum and, and then wondering why they can't pass basic reading or math, um, I mean, the, the thing that amazes me about the critical race argument is it ignores the fact that of the developed nation nations, America is so far in last place in education, mm-hmm. we genuinely have, and I hate to say this, and I don't mean it as a joke, we genuinely have the dumbest kids in the in the developed world. And maybe not the dumbest, but the, the most poorly the educated. educated. And, and yet because they're learning critical. Exactly. And, and you know, people are, it's more they're important to notice the student said, sitting beside you's color of his skin than it is to be able to add and subtract or to to diagram a sentence, to speak right, to write correctly. Um, exactly. Diagram a sentence, and Come on, we're aging ourselves. I don't think kids even know what that means anymore. (laughs) We lost Daniel. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. There you are. (laughs) She scared me to death. (laughs) But I think we're the least educated because our teachers aren't. The teachers' union, we have good teachers. I have have daughter-in-laws that are teachers, and I know they're good teachers. But this teachers' union pushing this critical race theory as if that's more important than math and science and history it is. Exactly. and English. And, and that is the getting hit in the face Are by the bad. Yes. That is getting problem. hit in the face by the dead, by right. the bad policies. <laughs> if you're if you're there, Daniel, speak up. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Daniel is with Power of the Future, and he is a sponsor of the show. And I encourage you to visit his website, powerofthefuture.com. He never asks you for anything. But donations would certainly be appreciated. But he never, ever asks, um, because that's not what he does. But I know that they would be appreciated. And if you need someone in your area to come and speak and talk about this.
You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. is being transferred to the listening ear. Listening professionals dedicated to hearing you. Hello, listening ear. Who am I listening to? Um, Carrie, but I was calling my mom. Yes, you were, but your mom was so busy she felt it was important for you to have someone who could completely focus on listening to you and you alone. So she subscribed to our service. Go ahead. I'm listening. Well, I'm not quite sure. Where to start? Well, I can listen to school issues like science projects. I can listen to boy problems, although that's an extra $3 per call because of the emotional drain on me. How about we start with how you wish you had made cheerleader? I didn't try out for cheerleader. Um, this isn't, uh, Mary? Carrie. I'm Carrie. Oh, oh, sorry. There is no substitute for a loving parent. And when you really listen, love is what they'll hear. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org.